88.9 is KWXE Grove, Oklahoma. Christian Talk Radio. Proverbs 3130, Woman to Woman. This is Sharon Hoskins, and Dee Humphrey is in the studio with me today. Hi, Dee. Hello there. Thank you for being here. Thank you for having me. Now, Dee, ever since I've known you, uh, you have had a love for women and the ministry of women. Mm -hmm. And so... um, I know that you've been very involved in women's ministry. So how did you get to that place where you got involved in in ministry? Well, I first got involved when when someone came and asked me to teach a young mother's Bible study. And uh, at that time, I didn't realize that it would evolve to my calling. And so uh, it began when I started teaching a women's Sunday school class and then uh, kind of evolved to teaching seminars at girls' retreats yeah. and then became more involved in starting a women's ministry called Heart to Heart. In one local church and then, of course, conducted seminars and spoke at many women's events and retreats till I became a director over uh, the Northeast Baptist Association Women's Retreat and continued just to be a women's leader and teach Sunday school and put on women's retreats at our local church. So. Wow, that's a lot. That is a lot. You know, I was I was reading a book by Jill Briscoe, and that's kind of how she got started. She had a love for children mm-hmm. and um, was not interested in doing women's things at all. Mm-hmm. And um, somebody came and asked her to teach a ladies' Bible study, and that's how she got involved in ladies' ministry. Right. And so I think that's kind of interesting that mm-hmm. it was a v- little familiar there for me. So how long have you been in, in ministry? I've been in ministry, women's ministry, for about 15 years. Wow, that's a long time. It is. It is definitely a long time. Uh-huh. Longer than what I thought. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, when we sit down and start uh, thinking back how long it's been, uh, it kind of adds up sometimes. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so um, as a seasoned minister, uh, what advice would you give to those who maybe have that call in their life, have they've just started, or um, maybe they maybe they feel God tugging them that way and, and they're a little scared? Well, the advice that I would give is uh, going back to what a little bit of what I've experienced over the years that I've seen a, a variety of women's ministry, uh, once from huge thriving organizations to a small handful of women figuring out what works best for them and what didn't. Yeah. But that doesn't mean that one is better than the other just because one is bigger or not. Each church or women's ministry is different. 
according to the needs of the woman. And so there's really no cookie cutter option of what works for a small church would probably not work for a large church and vice versa. So my advice is to understand the needs within your specific church that the Lord placed you in and to understand what the real purpose of women's ministry is. Do you think that women in smaller churches um, feel a little um, less valuable, like because they maybe they don't need a women's ministry because they only have two or three women that would come, or um, maybe they have more ladies that are there, but they only have a, a small handful of, of ladies that actually attend. So I've actually... Um, I've seen that to where some smaller churches or some smaller ministries think that they're less of important because they're not as big. But I've seen some of the most powerful women's ministry in just a group handful of women. So I really think that we should just place our value on Christ and what he is doing in that certain situation instead of, you know, feeling that we're not uh, or feeling that we're inadequate. Well, I know that a lot of um, a lot of smaller churches don't have a ladies' group because I've heard them say, "Well, we don't have enough women to have a, a ladies' group." Mm-hmm. And so, um, what encouragement would you give to to them? Maybe they don't feel like that anybody's really called to that position, or um, right. is that something that uh, you could help that small church with? Mm-hmm. Read many books and went to uh, numerous conferences on how to build an effective women's ministry, and uh, it's it's quite interesting that uh, tell me again. Sorry, <laughs> just went blank on the question. And maybe nobody really feels called to um, feels called to lead that up. So there's not really a um, that leader in place. Well, what I've noticed is that if um, this is where I was going, that if you have a burden for it, mm-hmm. that may be God placing that calling on your life, and it starts with someone. And so it actually can start with just one person. And so that's what I've noticed in my life is I've had that burning desire and passion to go, why won't we do this? Why can't we do this? And I've heard so many people say, uh, well, why don't we do this? And then they go to somebody else. Well, what if that was God giving it to you and saying, will you do something? And so that's that's what I've read in the books and the conferences that I went to is I've learned that um, that desire may be God placing that on you, and he's wanting you to act out on it, and it starts small. I know that when um, I've started a few of the women's ministries that I have is that I went to one other person that the Lord laid on my heart, and they began to pray. And then God started to bring other people on in who had that same passion and desire. Well, that's very good advice, leaning on the Lord for, um, for direct 
direction and guidance is always the best way to go. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. But with women's ministry, I know sometimes that um, it can be a little scary because we feel, I know for me, I always felt inadequate. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, God, surely, you know, you're not calling me to do that, right. you know, in the beginning. And so, um, as someone who I'm sure has been through that also, what advice, what advice would you give someone who, who feels that way? Maybe they feel inadequate to do that because there's somebody in their group that, you know, is well-versed in scripture or, um, you know, has a degree in seminary or, you know, has written uh, Bible studies or, or something of that nature. And, and maybe they feel a little inadequate to uh, move forward with that, that they feel that burden. Mm-hmm. I, you know, hearing that takes me back to many years of going through this and, and being in that exact same situation that you're talking about. Because I remember having that excited feeling, but that sick feeling of going, oh no, what just happened here? You know, I got placed in a ministry that I had no idea, and of course I felt inadequate, mm-hmm. but um, I would go back to scripture, and I would see that when God calls someone, he equips them. And so when he equips them, and people start working in their gifts, and to where God is leading them, things fall right into place. So I would say that um, relying on him and his strength and the calling sometimes is all you have to go back on. Because a lot of times I go, I don't know how I got into this. But knowing that I was called to that position is what kept me going. So I heard, I heard you, um, you know, talk about grabbing a, a person that God laid on your heart uh, to help you um, with that. So I'm, I can remember finding that one person um, to rely on that, you know, we prayed together and, you know, um, I would share my struggles and, and, you know, whether I was supposed to move forward and, and in those times when, um, when I felt a little down on myself, you know, it was easy to uh, grab a hold of that person. You know, I need prayer today mm-hmm. kind of thing. And so maybe finding that person also that can help you um, encourage you through that process. Because right. it sometimes can be a, a heavy burden. Oh, it's vital. And I know that just over the years that having that person really does make a difference because they encourage you to be the person that God has designed you to be and they can uplift you and then another person as well is that I don't do thus on my own I feel like God truly does work through other people and new ideas new creativity and um, yes absolutely I'm a big person on team because I think that um, especially with with women, um, you know, there's not there's not one person that you know is uh, is fit for everyone else. And sometimes you know our personalities clash. Sometimes we butt heads. Sometimes you know that, that sort of thing. And so it's it's nice to have women who um, 
are headstrong and that can take charge of certain areas, and then others who um, maybe aren't so headstrong but have a you know a passion for prayer or mm-hmm. you know, for the sick or the hurting in that way. Right. So it's great to have a team. Oh, absolutely. Because I've seen when everybody works in their gift, how God just shows up. And usually when it's a one-woman show, you're doing everybody else's gift, and I don't see how that could actually thrive and be pleasing to God, because you're not allowing for the Holy Spirit to bring in those people. And so I I can remember many teams to where um, once we've prayed and allowed for God to bring in the women that were supposed to be in, I've seen women all the way from ones who were, you know, completely hospitality, who was, um, had a gift of decorating and servicing, and as well as um, women who were crafty versus the ones who were well-versed in the Word of God. Mm-hmm. And then when you brought all of those together, and, and even organizers, I love those, I love the organizers and the people in the administration, and uh, just because they help with the leadership process. But when they all come together, the work seems so easy because everybody's functioning in a gift. Yeah. And, yeah. and so, and I think it's also encouraging for um, for those who feel that burden to start a ladies ministry or to head one up um, to encourage the ladies. There's so much, it, it goes so far when the ladies are encouraged to uh, seek God for what he wants them to do and see them bloom and blossom into the person that God created them to be, to um, to walk in their purpose and his plan for their lives. It's, it's Sharon James, I believe, that talks about building an effective ministry. And she says that our purpose should be God's purpose. And I love that because she bases her whole personal statement also from Colossians 2, 2 through 3, that talks about saying that may we, as in this case, we as women, be encouraged in heart and united in love so that we may have the full riches of complete understanding in order that we may know the mystery of God to where all the treasures of wisdom and knowledge, they're hidden in Christ. And so that should be our purpose in women's ministry is that we definitely are encouraged that we come to an understanding and want to know him more. Well, with any ladies gathering, find discouragement. It's, and it's not that people probably even mean to discourage us. Um, maybe something they say uh, hurts our feelings. <laughs> <laughs> not in ministry. <laughs> something they say may hurt our feelings. Um, and maybe we shouldn't wear our feelings on our sleeve. Right. But, um, you know, that's, that's something that uh, we have all experienced, whether it was an intentional uh, jab to our heart or an unintentional one. Mm-hmm. We've all had our heart hurt by some, some other woman in our life. 
ministry or in friendships or uh, in any aspect of life. And so um, sometimes I think that um, that causes us to hesitate to get involved, even even in women's ministry. I have heard uh, women say, you know, I just don't get involved in the women's stuff at church. Mm-hmm. So they'll come to church, but they won't get involved in the women's ministry because being around other women is just not their cup of tea. Right. Um, whether they've been hurt or uh, or not, you mm-hmm. know, they just don't want to be around other women for whatever reason. Right. And so if it's if it's based on um, that hurt, what encouragement would you give to those women who have been hurt in ministry, whether it's you're the, the minister or someone who has been in ministry? Well, I definitely can relate to those women as well. But over the years, God has really impressed upon my heart many scriptures for this question right here. And that we have to learn in our Christian walk and we have to allow the Lord to pierce our heart with his truths. And one of the um, truths that he really did, um, I would say, impel my heart with was that my battle is not against flesh and blood and that it's, it's against the enemy, you know, Satan himself. This is a, a struggle because we can see flesh and blood mm-hmm. and flesh and blood is usually the one that is hurting us. But, um, and it doesn't mean that it won't hurt, you know, of course there's hurt, but we always have to remember that fact that it's not actually against that other person. And of course I love to back scripture with scripture and one of my ultimate favorites that I claim to is Second uh, Corinthians ten five that says that we demolish every argument and every pretension that sets itself up against the knowledge of God and that we take captive those thoughts and we make them obedient. I can remember many times when I've got hurt that I have to stop and I say, D, what is the real reason? here or what is the real situation that's going on behind the scenes that I can't see because I'm a big person that thinks what happens in the unforeseen world usually exemplifies itself in the physical world and so um, just because I can't see what's going on doesn't mean that the enemy is up to something so what I usually have to do is stop my thoughts from escalating into a, a, a tension or an argument against that person and not to take what I think to other girlfriends or oh, that's um, a good one. that is, that is, and take it straight to the Lord. And just like scripture says that if we get hurt and, and this is hard, I mean, I still struggle with this, but I see the power of God work when you do put scripture into play, like Matthew eighteen fifteen that says that if you get offended or you get hurt, you are to take it to that person first personally and then after that if it does not work and there's no resolution you can take another person with you and then follow the scripture what it says we just have to be obedient and I, I believe that's the hardest thing for most women is because we want to lash out 
And we want to take it back out on the people that we can see versus taking it to defend ourselves. That's right. That's right. Defend our cause, defend our actions. That's right. And it is. It is tough because, um, of course, we are taught to be that way. Defend yourself. But what if we take it to God and let him do that for us? Vengeance is mine. That's right. Faith the Lord. That's right. That's right. And I've seen that when God shows up and corrects things and makes things right, it's a whole lot better than what D. Humphrey can do. So, Yeah. And he usually does it in a way that um, no one's hurt. You know, that's he, right. he fixes it from the inside out rather than from the outside. That's in. true. Because we usually end up making it worse. Yes, we uh, do. When we start trying to, to fix things. Mm-hmm. But um, So my advice to anyone who actually uh, wants to get into ministry and um, wants to, feels God have that call on their life and they don't know where to begin, my advice would be to... Uh, Begin with prayer, especially if it's, uh, you know, you're already struggling or having some issues with uh, other women or you just feel like you don't want to go to ministry because of that or get involved or God is placing that calling on your life to actually do something and to take that next step of being in ministry is uh, it has to all start with prayer. I've learned that if my ultimate goal is to impact the women in our churches, I have to ask God to show me how. Because truthfully, I don't I don't really know, have no idea how to do that. And um, I personally can't make anyone take that next step towards the heart of God. But I truly believe, oh, he can. You know, he can draw us near. And I've learned that in ministry, I don't want to depend on my own abilities or strength. I... I remember even saying this to many women who've been on my team throughout the years is that I want to join where God is working. I don't want it to be the other way around. I don't want to say, here, God, we're doing this. Will you come and bless this? No, I want to join where he is working, where he will get the glory for it. And um, I want to listen and follow and focus my energy there. And then, um, funny thing is I can remember many, um, many meetings to where we've just showed up and prayed and not really focused on an agenda or, um, or we push the agenda aside just to pray and say, we need God to show up. We need God to work in this area because I don't know the direction and things aren't falling into place. So therefore... We uh, we get together, and before jumping into anything, we, we pray. And I've been um, doing a study here recently in the book of Nehemiah. And Nehemiah, before he built, rebuilt that wall, he actually, um, the whole emphasis was that he began in prayer, he continued in prayer, and then he ended in prayer. <laughs> and I love that. And you will hear me say that. So I always tell women, you know, start yourself with prayer. And then watch God start placing people on your heart to bring in a few other people. And he may form that core group for you. And, um, and the core group can even be just one other person. You know, I guess that's a direction that we really didn't go um, when we were talking about that. You know, sometimes it's so easy to, um, you know, we talked about being apprehensive. I never thought about um, 
you know, jumping ahead of God. That's right. You know, and, and so those that are, are called to ministry, sometimes we, we grab a hold of it and, and we, we know what to do. Okay. Thanks God. I got my call. (laughs) I know what, I know what to do now. See you later. Yes. Yes. (laughs) I've done that and it does not work out very good. So, um, and the main thing is just, you know, pray, ask God to start stirring the hearts of women, stirring them and, and to show you what needs need to be met in your church. And when I That's say really that, important is, oh, to very, know the needs of your church. Very true. Because what the needs are in a smaller church may not be the needs in a bigger church. And I've seen that. I, yeah. I've, I've seen that to where, you know, um, questions that you could be asking would be something like, um, do you need to equip your women for the battle, for the spiritual battle? Do they even know? Or um, do they just need encouragement? Or maybe some churches just need fellowship. And um, women are looking you know, for that time to where they can connect with other Christian women and share what's going on in their life and maybe even the be a testament to what God is doing. But also, um, we definitely want women to grow mature in their faith, in, in their Bible study, in their prayer life, how to worship, how to serve others, and, and even how to share their testimony. Yeah. with others that's that's so important that is really important. in women's ministry yeah okay well Dee thanks for being with us today how oh, do you bet that we're um that's all the time we have for today we've been talking to Dee Humphrey um talking about women's ministry and how to get started and um the directions that you need to go now d you are available for uh retreats you're available to speak you're you've been to conferences to learn um Mm -hmm. to be trained in speaking and so you have that uh, ability to do that and so how can women connect with you they can connect with me uh, through Facebook. You can look up D. Humphrey, or also you can connect with me through my email, which is dhumphrey at uh, live.com. And I am always willing more than to answer your questions or to help if there's something about women's ministry that you just want me to pray with or, you know, Whatever it is, I am more than happy to share my experiences. Okay, you will also be able to connect with D on Proverbs thirty-one thirty ministry, mm-hmm. and that will be available uh, this week. In the next couple of days, I'll have that uh, link online. So, um, thank you all for being with us today. Next week, we will have Chelsea Hughes on the show. And-